0: From a secret location in room 100 of 540 Jack Gibbs Boulevard, this is Kraft. I'm your host, Doug Dangler. Actor, producer, and author Bruce Campbell will be in Columbus Saturday, August 26th at 6 p.m. at the German Village Book Loft to discuss and sign his new book, Hail to the Chin, Further Confessions of a Movie Actor. This is the follow-up to If Chins Could Kill, Confessions of a Movie Actor, and a companion of sorts to Make Love, the Bruce Campbell Way. Welcome to Craft, Bruce Campbell.
1: Thank you very much. It's uh, ironic that I'm coming to Columbus, being that my grandfather went to U of M, my father went to U of M, my brother was in the U of M marching band. So hello, Columbus.
0: Hello. uh, I I, I certainly don't know what you would mean by that. We love the University of Michigan (laughs) in Columbus. We have nothing but good feelings for them.
1: My brother tells a story of of playing, you know, of... uh, U of M had to go down there and play, and um, they he he played the French horn, and he said these little old ladies would come up and just because he's you know they're in the full uniform and walking down the street buying a sandwich you know and these little old ladies would come up and go you yeah, bleep 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 <laughs> he'd get cursed out and so he said at one point they locked arms four guys and walked down the street because he's like it was so hostile he could not believe it. These wow. are guys. These are musicians, you know. But it shows you the rivalry. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you won't experience that when you come to Columbus. Uh, I think <laughs> I it'll be a different. I have to
1: arms with my brother.
0: You won't. You won't. But you're you're welcome to if you want. Walk down German Village with narrow sidewalks, and uh, you know, fall off into the cobblestones. I, just hope,
1: I I just hope old ladies don't curse me out when I'm down there.
0: You know, if you want, we can try to arrange that. But uh, I don't know that it's going to <laughs> Hire necessarily...
1: Hire some, some crabby old lady.
0: Right, yeah. You know, that's not that's not necessarily that hard. So this is uh, Hail to the Chin, is your second autobiographical book. Uh, tell me about writing it and maybe what parts of it that you uh, enjoyed the most or you found the most difficult to write.
1: Well, the trick is you... If, if you're writing by yourself, you pick the best parts, uh, the best stories,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then you you write the best parts of the best stories. You leave all the, all the mediocre crap out. Theoretically, <laughs> you know, I look back and it was, my dad's joke was, I went out for a cup of coffee when I was 22. came back. I was 59 mm-hmm. and you know, time flies. So it's a, a case of like, I look back I thought, <clears throat> Wow. The industry has changed a lot in the last 15 years. Uh, I moved out of Los Angeles. I sort of bailed on Hollywood and, uh, You know, they make make movies in weird places now. Uh, Bulgaria, (laughs) Colombia. So I thought there's some stories there. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, there's some great stories there. For example, you, uh, with your uh, co-star in the television series Burn Notice, Jeffrey Donovan, uh, toured military posts in Iraq. And you write in the book about an interesting bet that the two of you had going on during the tour, I was wondering if you could tell uh, that story. Just before. well, I think
1: it was the bet was asked. It was it was either Evil Dead versus uh, Gabrielle mm-hmm. and noir She didn't, you know, she didn't go with us. That wasn't her bag. So, <laughs> but the troop would either it either ask about Evil Dead or Gabrielle and noir So. That gave us a level playing field to to place a bet. So we we had a dollar bill that went back and forth between us, you know, for weeks.
0: Did anybody come out eventually on top? They got $2 more than the other person. No, no. We we didn't keep track. Okay. So um, after acting in several episodic television series like Xena, Warrior Princess, and Jack of All Trades, you write in the book that you had some initial reluctance to join the Burn Notice cast, both because of the demands of episodic television and the location in Florida. So tell me a little bit more about the decision that you made, the good decision to to join that television show.
1: Well, <clears throat> at the end of the day, it's all about the role for an actor. And that was a good part, that was a really good part. Second fiddle, that's the way to go. You're not mm-hmm. carrying the show, you can add a little humor, a little life, a little sizzle. Um, but, you know, Miami itself was quite it was quite a challenge uh, shooting. Of course, we shot in the summer in Miami, not
0: Ooh, never in the yeah. winter.
1: <laughs> so, you know, we, we paid attention to the heat index. It wasn't about how what the actual temperature was. You had to factor in the humidity. So, yeah, it only got to about low 90s, mid 90s, but the heat index was always 105. You know, it was just crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. That uh, that sounds uh, awful, uh, and I say this as a true. Well, order. we would have
1: guest stars. We we have guest stars come down from nice cold climates, and we'd lock them in a trunk for their first <laughs> scene. You know, I mean, so we had a lot of people who just had astonished looks on their faces at ten o'clock in the morning. They come out of their trailer and look up and go, "Oh my." God, is it really as hot as I think it is?
0: Yeah, I I flew once uh, uh, from a nice day in Columbus to a a typical summer day in Texas, and I thought I had died. Uh, And (laughs) the moment I stepped outside, I thought, this is surely what the first circle of hell is. You know,
1: the Midwest, I'm a Midwest boy, the Midwest can get hot. It does, but it's like there's a difference between a hot summer day and, you know, living 45 minutes from the Everglades.
0: <laughs> right, and we don't. I mean, have, we really are.
1: It's yeah. a giant swamp where where we are. They Miami. They just paved it over.
0: <laughs> we we also don't have nearly as many animals that want to kill you uh, up here, like <laughs> alligators or crocodiles or whatever they have down there. Right. That's
1: the just, last uh, the last week of shooting. We had a sequence where we're uh, me and the star were underwater doing stuff, and we we pulled up to the set, and it was in this uh, it was a, a lake man-made lake behind an office building. And there was a 12-foot croc in there, an uh, uh, alligator. Uh, and, and they go, don't worry, though, the stunt guys, will keep, they'll keep it away <laughs> with, like, long, long pokes, you know, long, long uh, sticks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is how it ends. You know, I'm going right. to get in a death spin, last day of shooting.
0: I think it also uh, sort of points up how well you get along with the stunt guys. You know, that really is a metric for you to look at and say, they're not doing a very good job keeping that away. I must have done something wrong.
1: (laughs) Well, the sun guys were between me and the alligator. So at least there was one line of
0: one snack before it got to you. Yeah. Well, give me time to get out. So you also discuss in the book how your career has developed a lot and how you gravitated towards science fiction and fantasy and horror like Xena, Warrior Princess, The Man with the Screaming Brain, Army of Dead, Boba Hotep, which is one of my favorites, by the way. What do you think accounts for that interest? Where do you see that, uh, you you wrote in the previous book about sort of having that interest growing up with Sam Raimi and and the other uh, folks that you were, were working with at that time, but where did that really grow from for you?
1: I tend to like material that is a little off kilter. It's a little either over the top or has some kind of humor to it or something. Um, You know, I I was in a soap opera 400 years ago, and that was fine. But I would never want to do that again of of going, hello, Mrs. Johnson. How are you today? (laughs) I'm good. Good. Yeah. I mean, I would hang myself if I was on that type of a show. God bless all the actors who are on soaps. It's a very legitimate way to make a living, but it just, to me, it's not that interesting. I need something a little more pronounced.
0: Okay. The last question before you go here is, you're currently starring as Ash Williams on the Stars series, Ash vs. Evil Dead, which is a continuation of the Evil Dead franchise. Tell me about yeah. re- revisiting this very cool character for the episodic television series versus, say, when you were doing the movies.
1: I uh, use a lot of Ben Gay now. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I stretch now. That That's the difference. Um, I never thought I would ever play that character again after Army of Darkness. You know, it bombed when it came out in 1992, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that kind of killed the franchise. But there was a weird resurgence in DVDs. You know, mid-90s of like, hey, let's look at these movies and do behind the scenes and uh, we'll show you the scenes that were cut out and we'll do the making of and stuff like that. And it kind of brought them back into the, the forefront and uh, people kept bugging us so much at every convention. When's another Evil Dead? that we finally gave it a shot. We approached a bunch of uh, networks and Stars was the one that gave us unrestricted content. So we were like, okay. Let's try this. So, yeah, it's much harder to play Ash now than before, but I have 25 more years of experience to apply. I feel like George Lucas. I can go in and fix
0: Ash. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And, you know, um, it's personally costing me because I had to get stars uh, just mm-hmm. to, to watch this. So, you know, you've got my vote of confidence on where the series is going. Well, thank you thank very you. much. Bruce Campbell for talking to me today. And I look forward to you being in town on August 26th at the German village book loft.
1: Absolutely. I'll be there. I'll be, uh, kissing hands and shaking babies.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> That's, that's up to you, sir. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. For more information from my guests, visit www.crafttheshow.com. This is Doug Dangler. Until next time, be creative.